Local Content Podcast, your go-to source for content creation, strategy, and business inspiration. I'm your host, Mel Daniels, content strategist, coach, and speaker, empowering women across the globe to grow their business with powerful content that connects, nurtures, and converts. So if you're ready to create standout content that gets you noticed and remembered, or build an aligned audience who love you and are ready to buy from you, you're in the right place. I believe that content has the power to connect us all. It's up to you how you use it. Listen in for genuine and insightful chats with guests, as well as practical tools and strategies from me. It's so lovely to have you here. Let's dive into the show. Hello, hello, beautiful people, and welcome to episode 37 of the Powerful Content Podcast. Today, I have with me Lily Rudolph, a niche and personal brand coach for service-based women entrepreneurs in the early phases of business. Lily also happens to be one of my beautiful members in the content effect as well. Lily's genius is helping her clients clarify and articulate who they are, what they do, and for whom in a way that enables them to magnetize their dream clients while showing up as themselves. She is passionate about helping her clients find their voice, own their magic, and market their business in a simple, aligned and authentic way without having to resort to tactics you hate or trying to be someone you're not. Welcome to the podcast, Lily. Thank you, Mel. It is so wonderful to be with you here today. It's so lovely to have you as well and have this chat because I know it's something that a lot of people will feel and a lot of people experience. And um, I know that they will be really interested to hear your words of wisdom around this subject of imposter syndrome. So imposter syndrome obviously impacts the way that we market ourselves and we market our business. It's like I said, something that I've experienced and continue to experience from time to time. And I'm sure all of my listeners have experienced it at some point in their business journey as well. So perhaps we can actually start with what does imposter syndrome look like and how can it potentially impact our marketing or the way that we turn up for our beautiful audience? Hey, so imposter syndrome, basically, I think that you're right. I think we all have had that or continue to in various forms as we go along our journey. And it really is where we are unable to actually stand in our power and acknowledge our genius. So we 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 kind of st- we all started our business because we know that we can make a difference and we we desire to make a difference. However, we then kind of start getting into it and it gets a bit awkward and we become a little bit unsure. Um, and particularly, I think in the marketing space, because you might start a business and you're working with your clients on something you know what you're doing, but then this whole new language comes in of having to market yourself and show up and sell and you get all these lead magnets and and all sorts of terms that you've never heard of, you feel completely out of your depth and then you start to doubt yourself. And I think that that's where it also comes in. And there's so many triggers online for us. Everybody is shouting out, you know, do it this way, do it this way, do it this way. And you're going, oh, which way, which way? And because you're so new, you're looking for somebody tell you what to do. And as you go through this process, you slowly start to get confused. You slowly start to think, do I have what it takes? 
And then you go, well, I don't actually know what I'm doing. Will somebody find out? And the consequence is that you basically dim your light. You stop showing up or you show up um, trying to be somebody else because you want to be who your clients need you to be or you want to be who you think you have to be. And it just can really lead you astray. And I think the biggest danger is starting to go, well, I don't have what it takes when really it's because you just haven't potentially been able to really connect with with who you are, with your genius, and, and to grasp that you can actually do this in a way that aligns and serves you. And once we can get to that place, we can stop being sucked in by the shiny objects, right? And I think we're all guilty of this. I'd like to say I'm not. Um, we can stop getting triggered by the overnight successes or the people that go, oh, I just earned 10K in the last five minutes. This is easy. When we can work on a few of those things mentioned, then we can start coming to a place in our marketing where we are in a single lane. So we're only focused on what we're doing and we can block out what they're doing. We can remind ourselves constantly of our superpowers. We can get much more intimate with with our audience and our clients because we're coming to a space of um, feeling more more of ourselves and feeling safer to be ourselves. Oh my goodness, Lily, there is so much to unpack in all of that. <laughs> there is so much to unpack. I'm going to pick a couple of things if I can. Okay. The first thing is, and I love this because it's it's very aligned to a lot of the things that I say and a lot of the things both of us say is very, very similar and I just absolutely love it. But just the idea of following all the people, trying to do all the things that all the people tell you to do and how that can really lead us to not only a place of, you know, doubting yourself and the imposter syndrome, but overwhelm and burnout as well because of the fact that we're trying to implement things that belong to other people. So I really love how you acknowledge that. The fact that, you know, it makes you doubt that you have what it takes. So in that respect, how do you think that someone who's listening today, who is following all the people and trying to do all the things when it comes to their marketing in particular, how can they take a step back from that? And how can they unhook themselves from that desire to really want to do all the things? I think the first thing to do is to remind yourself where you are on your journey and not to compare your beginning with somebody else's middle or end. It is important to have a grand vision for your business, but then to pull back and go, what is the next step? What is the first thing to do? So that you start to build and deliver things that are congruent, that are possible. And I will come back to you, you know, using your the, the, the skills, the time, the resources available, Mel, which you remind us of all the time, I think is critical. Because also what that helps us do is actually achieve something. And once we can do something, it's it's actually also often the simplest things done again and again that brings mastery, but also that gets you known, that brings you in the place where you actually feel that you can do this. And as you've moved from that thing, then you may get to a point where you're ready to do the next step. So Mm -hmm. if we talk about offerings, some people start one-to-one 
And then they see, oh, I've got to do a group program to leverage and then start getting sucked into that. Or the opposite, right? You, you come in, you love teaching, you've got a program in your mind, you're in your zone, and then somebody goes, sell high ticket. And then you're like, oh, I've got to sell high ticket or I'm never going to make a business out of this. And then you just, you, you take your focus from one to the other and you end up floating around. So it's really choosing, again, we, we keep coming back to what's in alignment. I love one-to-one. One day, I probably will have a group program or a container of some sort because I love connection as well. And I understand scaling a business. But my, my love and my genius is one-to-one. And so this is where I sit until I'm ready for the next thing. So I think it's, um, and I think I've forgotten your question. So do tell me if I'm going on a tangent, but it's bringing it back to what is, the focus for you now that feels good, that is possible, that you can keep moving towards and that you can share in the best and most powerful way. Oh my goodness. I love that answer so much, Lily. I really do. The fact that, you know, we don't have to do what other people tell us to do. It's all about what feels right and what feels good for us. And I think that the piece of advice that you've just given then is an absolute gold nugget in terms of, you know, making sure that you are in a space right now, wherever you are in your beautiful journey, doing the things that really light you up. And as you continue to do those things that light you up and serve your beautiful clients, then you're only going to become more of a master and really slip into and feel comfortable with your zone of genius. And so then you can go on to do the other things if you feel as though that is something that you want to do. So thank you so much for sharing that, Lily. I do appreciate that. So I think that we've got a good understanding now of what imposter syndrome is and the kind of ways that it can manifest in our business and our branding and our marketing. So I'd love for you to talk to now, if you can, what are the ways that we can help us to, you know, squash that imposter syndrome and kind of quieten that inner mean girl (laughs) that happens, that little voice that happens in our head. What are some of the things that we can do? Or do you have a steps or a process that we can work through? So the first thing I'd say is stop comparing yourself to others, which I know is very difficult on social media. Yes. Um, but again, it comes back to to what we said before is is keeping sort of those blinkers on and just being very sort of honest with ourselves and learning where we're going. So I've just got a little bit of a formula, I guess, what would help to move into your power and remind yourself of your genius. So you look at your why and who the people are that really need you. And when you feel into these kind of things, you can transform from being a little bit shy and feeling salesy to being excited um, to share who you are and where you go. So the first thing I would say is to tap into your why. And this is to remind you on those difficult days why you're doing what you're doing. And it just brings you back to anchor yourself, why you started the business, who it's for, why you've chosen this particular path what you're actually wanting to create for yourself, for your family, and for your clients. So that's what's going to sort of build the foundations now of going, okay, this is my vision. This is the most important thing. What what do I do? What do I do with it? And just keep coming back 
to to that as your sort of anchor point. Do you have any tools or suggestions on ways that people can do that? So I love visualizations as a way to tap into my why and my bigger reason of uh, doing what I do in my beautiful business. But is there anything that you would suggest that people do to help them tap into your why? Because I, th- I feel like this is that's a really big topic, isn't it? And a really big thing to yep. tell people to do. So how can they how can they actually do that? Have you got any suggestions? I guess for me, I also like journaling. So to to just almost stop and 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 ask yourself the questions. So why why did I start my business? Why is business the right thing for me? Getting really clear on on what your your purpose was. Why so and 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 separating that, right? So firstly for yourself, like I know that I'm doing this business for personal fulfillment, to make a difference in the world, to be available for my family, for the freedom that it affords me, for you know, all of those sorts of things. So when I think about that, it, it elevates me. I get excited um, to know that this is this is what I'm building and thinking about also the the impact that has on everybody else or on other things. So the impact it can have on your family financially, the impact it can have on your children by being around for them, the impact that you can make for your clients and society at large. And I think those kind of things really open your heart and get you excited about stepping forward and creating this thing that is your business because it is so much more than that. And I think that I feel and why I love this space is that the heart-centered women that I come across are all here to serve and to do a lot of the things that I said. And I really believe that together we kind of change society. I'm so inspired by women choosing their own way that if I'm going, oh, you know, that's too hard. I go like, people need me. And I love doing this. So I can't stop. I love it. I love it so much. So if you are a journaler, listener, I would thoroughly recommend pressing a pause uh, or coming back to those questions that Lily just mentioned then uh, to really help you tap into your why, because I think that they are great prompts to be able to help you reconnect with that greater vision that you do have for your um, business. Because like Lily said, I know that all of my beautiful listeners are heart-centered women who are really here to serve. And that's what I love about them as well. Mm. Okay. So that's like the first step. We're tapping into our why. We're going back to those foundations and uh, reconnecting with what it is and the purpose that we started our business. So what, what can we do next to help us really kick that imposter syndrome in the butt? I think I would say that the next most powerful thing for you to do is to solidify and own your your superpower. So it's really getting clear on it. So many people are worried a little bit to toot their own horn or to say why they're so brilliant. And sometimes it's very difficult to actually articulate this, but this piece is really instrumental in getting to a place where you feel powerful because you know unequivocally the difference that you're making for your clients And once you can get into that place, you come from a more powerful space. You're clear on what you're doing, why you're doing it, um, and the difference that you make in the world, which brings us back to what we were saying that, that a lot of us have started this for the impact that we can make. It also puts you in a magnetic position for your dream clients. 
So when you know your genius can sit in that and own that, then you have to share it because it's just the core of who you are. And when you can get clear on that, you also can use words that resonate. And people are buying your um, confidence. They're buying your clarity. They're buying your presence and, and your absolute knowing that you can help them. And I think that it's it's getting very clear on the superpower that allows you to be in that space of absolute certainty that you are here to change to change someone's life. And I think every single client that we work with, we change their lives in some way. So if if you shy away from the step or stay a little bit wish-washy on it, what you actually do is dim your own light and you don't serve others. And it's very much more difficult to, um, to be magnetic because you don't come out in a way that others can immediately see that you are for them because you are so clear on how you support them and and just take it to the next level. I love this point as well, because as you would know, and all my listeners would know, one of the questions I always ask my guests at the end of every episode is, what is your superpower? I think that it takes practice. It does feel a little bit weird at first saying that you're good at something and it does actually feel a little bit like bragging or feeling like, you know, you're trying to big note yourself. But like you said, it really is about, you know, increasing your confidence and really starting to show up for your ideal client and, uh, you know, show them how amazing you are and really start to, like you said, you use the word magnetize, magnetize them to you. I just think that that's beautiful. Sorry, before we move on, I also actually just like to add one more thing on that is there's the difference of embodying your superpower and articulating it. And I think that when we can actually feel this in our bones and we can be this, be our superpower, know why we make such a difference and lean into that, everything else becomes easier. So for people who don't want to toot their horn, it's not about going, I am so amazing. Come to me because I am da-da-da-da-da and I am da-da-da-da. What it actually is, is when you can step into that place, you can actually market yourself with, with, with that, that certainty that we spoke about before and that confidence where you can actually talk to the next thing, which is actually the next point we'll discuss, is that transformation. So what we want to do when we're marketing ourselves, and I think this will also help people to kind of let go of that whole, I don't want to have to say how brilliant I am, is you actually, you, you embody your superpower, you own it, you let it embolden you, and then you talk to the service component and you talk to how you really help your clients and you help them see into your world um, and see into the difference that you can make and the way that you can make it without going, look at me, look at me, look at me. So let's talk to that then. Let's talk a bit to knowing what you're selling and uh, how we articulate that transformation to our ideal client and how that can really help us feel more confident and market ourselves more confidently too. So this is the next step, as you said, is knowing what you're selling. So you know your superpower. And I think sometimes people get stuck in the modalities of what they do. But actually, what you're selling is the transformation and the power of your work. So it 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 builds on your why. It builds on the superpower that you've created. 
And it really helps you to get clear on, on how, how your work is life-changing, right? It, it's helping you to stand in your power, to stand out from the crowd and to show others the difference that your work makes to their lives, to their businesses, to their health, to whatever it is that they're coming to you for. And I think that when we connect from the heart to how we help, it connects to your why, it connects to your impact in the world, it connects to how the the difference it all makes. And all these things cascade. So when you get to that place where you can absolutely know and understand the transformation your clients get from working with you, then you're excited to share with them. You, you, you can't hold yourself back because you know you can make a difference to them. You know you can help them. And then it's just a matter of not gushing it all out, but it's helping your clients to understand where they're at and understand how you can help them get to where they want to go. And I think even that in itself is sometimes difficult to do as well, really, isn't it? Like mm-hmm. um, I think that it's hard to articulate exactly the transformations that you have in your ideal client simply because I don't love the word transformation because it makes me think it's just too hard. I really love to think about the possibilities as well. You know, what can uh, your ideal client be or do or have as a result of working with you? And I think that that's really special. So when we know that, when we can articulate that and bring that to the table, how does that help us put together perhaps offers or be our unique selves when it comes to marketing? It, it's really, it's about taking people from point A to point B. So it's thinking about, I suppose this comes back to your personal brand. It's what do you do differently that other people may not do? It's bringing your personality into it because, you know, a lot of us do the same thing. A health coach is a health coach is a health coach. No, because each coach will come to it with a different um, viewpoint, different values, a different way of holding you. And um, it's it's articulating those, and also, sorry, you 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 spoke about bringing that into your packaging. I think that once you get clear on who your client is and where they are in the journey and where they need to get to, then you can start to talk about how you help them along the journey. And it could be, you know, bringing things in like your personality, because you just say you've got a great sense of humor that you make it um, simple and easy and fun along the way, you know, and, and those sorts of things really helps you differentiate you. And they, the more we can be ourselves in the business, the more fun it is for us and for our clients. And we can bring in the clients that are aligned with that. So again, if we stick to health, to weight loss, there are some clients who just want to count their calories. For example, there are other clients who are brilliant at counting their calories and still can't lose any weight. Maybe it's the mindset that they need, or it's the uh, meal planning that they need, or some people come to that space and actually just need somebody to to hear them or need to look at things from a different way. So when you think about what you are best at doing or what you love to do the most, then you kind of package that up, you know, with a little bit of you might have your own um, process for it. And then you just talk to all of these different elements, which really helps to stand out from the crowd, to get known for your particular thing. Um, so if you, you know, if, if you even take myself in, as an example, I'm a marketing coach and you can say we're a dime a dozen. What makes me different is that I really believe in marketing from the inside out. 
it's not just the latest fad or the latest formula. It's or my my sort of point of difference really is really getting in touch with the client, with their needs, wants, desires, personalities, hang-ups, all of that, and helping them build a business that is truly aligned with themselves and and their audience, which is pretty much what we're talking about today. Absolutely beautiful. I love it so much, Lily. And I know that if anyone is struggling with really kind of articulating those transformations and understanding who their ideal client is and what their ideal client needs from them, I know that you have a beautiful meditation and I will make sure that I link that in the show notes as well, Lily, because it has had so many amazing uh, reviews in terms of the impact that um, it has and how it has helped so many people get that beautiful clarity and really start to articulate exactly what they do for their ideal client and helps them shine and brings out that confidence as well. So um, I'll make sure that I pop that into the show notes. So before we finish up today, Lily, I'd really love to ask you because, you know, I ask all of my beautiful guests, I'm all about women who really own and use their superpowers. So what would you say is your superpower? So I think like anyone else, it's been a little bit difficult to um, find the one thing. Um, But I would say that my genius is actually my intuition and wisdom that I bring to my coaching because I can see and feel behind what my clients are saying and I help them to feel safe, find the words, let go of the gremlins um, for what makes them feel special and move beyond what's holding them back. So I help them to bring more of themselves to the business. So yeah, it's not just the marketing strategy. It's an, it's an unfolding. I would 100% agree with that superpower, Lily. Um, when I see you in action, especially in your Facebook group, where you have your sessions, your live sessions, coaching sessions with people, really do have this unique ability to bring out the best in people. So yeah, I love that superpower. Now, before we finish up, is there any final parting words of wisdom you would like to share with my listeners? Yes. So again, know that you can grow your business according to your values and your desires. Don't, you know, don't try and follow every every last guru or trick, really go within and build your business from the inside out. The more of yourself that you can be and own, the more fun and rewarding your business can be in every way. And that is a beautiful way to end this episode. Thank you so much for coming onto the podcast today and sharing your wisdom with my listeners. I truly appreciate you being here. Thank you, Mel. It it was a joy as always. Thanks so much for listening. That's it for another week. To get more powerful content in your life, make sure you're following along on socials. My handle is at Meld Business. And just in case you're wondering, the groovy music for this podcast was created by Just Here on SoundCloud. I'd also be super grateful if you took a moment to rate and review this podcast so more amazing women like you can experience the power of content. And if you're like, Hell Mel, stop talking. I'm ready to work with you now. Here's how we can work some powerful content magic together. Firstly, come and join the content effect, my membership inspiring women with service-based businesses to ditch the content chaos and start creating standout content that gets you noticed and makes sales. You can join us by using the link in the show notes or just Google the content effect. The second way we can work together is via my one-on-one packages. We can create a sustainable content strategy or start to build out your client journey. It's up to you. 
hop on over to meldbusinessservices.com.au forward slash services to find out more. Until next time, have a beautiful week and embrace the power of your content.